All right, Daniel, we've got Newport 2, United 4 to talk about. Or maybe we should talk about the greatest test victory ever. Uh, I know people aren't tuning in for did, cricket, but that was very good at four o'clock in the morning. Did anyone see after the United game that the news was on? Or, and I just happened to just leave the, leave, leave the thing on, like the screen on, and it went to the test report. And the guy delivering the text report kind of delivered it just like this. It was it was it was absolutely sensational stuff. Honestly, go and check it out. It was after the United game. There was a BBC News. It'll be on iPlayer. I promise you, you'll thank me. <laughs> Very Actually, good. I, I, no, I stuck it on Twitter. So yeah, it's on my Twitter. If anyone, all right, if anyone could be else. Maybe it's just me. But it sounds like he's kind of, I guess, narrating a porn, narrating a porno, which I guess he kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Except, except he's doing it with cricket. And, uh, yeah, more. I'd, I'd take more of that. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, I can't right. remember what it is. India have lost like three Test series at home in fifty years or something. So I mean, uh, it was it was a pretty special and rare event. United being Newport four two, neither special, although I suppose rare uh, because the first time we played them. It's it's going to be hard to fill a whole show analysing this because they just did what they always do, which is play down to the level of the opposition, basically. It was, I don't know about you, I found it pretty deeply uninspiring. There was some nice goals and some all right play, like Martinez being back and Shaw being back. Both means good. that there are yeah. reasons to be happy, I guess. And I think that ultimately I'm quite excited for whatever happens next because it's going to tell us something. If it's shit, Ten Hag's getting fired. And right. If it isn't, then good it isn't. Yeah. So. I don't want I don't want it to be shit, but if it is, we know that there'll be com- there'll be a consequence, and they'll go and get they'll just go and get someone else. And right. So it's this is basically the crucial moment of his tenure. This I, th- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. If it if it's crap, he's if it's crap, he's gone. There's a good argument to say that was the strongest team United put out this season. I mean, I know definitely it was a, a changing Absol- keeper, but Casemiro, Mainu, that's what we wanted in midfield. Varane. And Martinez at the back, sure, uh, fit again. Yeah, pretty pretty much our strongest eleven. Yeah, apart from the keeper and Rashford for Anthony, probably that's that's the first of them. Right, and I mean it's just you, you should, I was doing the minute by minute for Euros for TNT, and I was saying when United were tuning up, never underestimate the ability of these dickheads to to absolutely just totally succumb. To their own, but and the thing was with this one, it's going to sound like such a dickhead saying this, but it almost wasn't their fault. It's bad. It's bad. The, the, fir- the, fir- the goals, the first goal was 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 a brilliant goal out yeah. of nothing. Yeah, and you could say, well, but there were no errors made there that should or often or even every now and again result in the concession of a goal. And the second goal, I mean, Evans, the guy, he, he did get across Varane, but. It's a really good goal. Yeah, I think Dallo um, should have cut was, the cross out, but yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, but but it wasn't. I wasn't like scratching my face out like I was against Galatasaray and Copenhagen. Probably also because I knew that we'd still win. Yeah, yeah. It is still concerning that they managed to contrive these chains of events that happen and manifest like that. But I guess on the other hand, like. It was probably not that bad for them to get a bit of a working out. They've been off for two weeks. Some of them haven't played in two months. Exactly, yeah. It was probably yeah. good that they had that game before the next one. 
Well, true. And I think that's the most positive thing coming out of it, isn't it? We got 80 minutes for Casemiro, nearly 90 for Martinez. Hoyland got a goal, although the Garnacho and Anthony contrived to, and Bruno contrived to take almost every single shot United had uh, and seemed to like avoid passing to Hoyland like you'd avoid a leper co- colony. It's just, yeah, I, I, I don't know whether it's his movement not getting into the right places or we're just not building up in the way that allows them to get the ball to Hoyland because he really does want it in sort of walk it in cutback kind of areas doesn't he and it, I just don't create those kind of chances so that's pretty concerning you know he does but he should also be and um, we've seen it sort a little bit I guess against uh, Wigan some getting across the front post yeah but yeah, the yeah. problem today was you had two inverted wingers so so you're not getting as many of those balls but I think, I hope that if Gonacho ends up on the right, then we'll see those balls, like, do it like a bowling spin. Yeah, I'm not. Those, those leg spin balls. No, so get, get those balls in from Gonacho, and then he can make runs across the front post as well. I mean, it shouldn't be that he wants those balls and not, not those balls. There should be understanding on both parts what's likely to happen when the ball's in certain areas. There should be the ability to move the ball into those areas. Yeah. And then there should be the ability to relocate the ball from those areas to the other areas that he is in. It's a it's a fucking chain of events situation. There should be all of, all of those things. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So I mean it's it's very hard to I mean I, I come out of that game going, okay, well we're still not building up in the way that Ten Hag wants. We don't create good chances in good areas. Uh, the XG is probably below the number of goals today. And and all of the kind of stuff that the internet tacticos point out that United's consistent and season-long failing. So all of that is is true. And so you know, I come out of this going, okay, there's a lot of work here. And and probably, if, if I was predicting, er, erring on the side of United not really improving that much, a little bit, because better players are back. But uh, it's hard to get yourself out of a real rut. And and if I was guessing or guesstimating something, I'd, I'd suspect that they're looking around for alternative coaches already. And that would make a lot of sense when you get a new CEO and probably a new sporting director. You probably change the manager out and you do it all top down. So, But it's hard to read too much into beating up on a League Two side, isn't it? You know, So that's it's not based on that. It's based on the season to date and then something uninspiring today. Yeah, I mean, we showed everyone that we would probably do pretty well in League Two. <laughs> yeah, well, well these would be fun to watch, at least. And Anthony be prolific—a goal and an assist today. I mean, the way he celebrated that goal, and I know, like, part of it is his something about—I don't know—I don't know, like, this look about him that he has, and that probably has nothing to do with anything. It just, but then. He's celebrating a goal like that. Was he like smoking a cigar or something? Like he scored, though, and he scored against Newport. Yeah. And having I, not scored. Was he drinking a cup God of tea? Did he have his pinky cup, out? Whatever it was, yeah. yeah. Like uh, Eric Bristow drinking cup of tea. Like, not, not scored since God was a lad. And then, and also all the other reasons that maybe you should keep a low profile, but mm. I don't know. Well, he was dreadful today. I know he got a goal and an assist, but I'm not counting much for either of those i mean he couldn't miss the I, goal i could thought he? it was all right I mean, i thought i thought it, no it was a good finish no he had to adjust his feet well and i mean you, you expect him to score from there but it did require a, a bit of technique to adjust the feet and volley in but yeah i mean you you you, you, you expect him to score 
Uh, I mean, and then there's that whole Marcus Rashford situation seems to be kicking off again. It really does. I mean, I thought at first that was the press doing the usual sort of creating a scandal out of nothing because he he was out on a Wednesday night and then he got the plane back and felt ill or something like that. But listening to Ten Hag talk about it today, it, it doesn't half sound like he was out two nights in a row. They didn't know about it. He didn't have permission to miss training. He got his private jet back, which is a 30-minute flight from Belfast or whatever, and just didn't turn up for training after two nights caning it. it. I'm reading way more into that than was actually said, but Ten Hag could have said, no, no, he's really ill. He said, it's an internal matter. We'll deal with it internally. So Yeah, I mean, he wanted you to know that he's pissed off. Yeah. There was, yeah, yeah. It wasn't quite uh, Sancho, he's not training hard enough, but it wasn't far off. No, he, I mean, or at least it's an internal matter, is that he's been disciplined. Mm-hmm. Like, it might, it might be that's an end to it, but I think I said this last time. I hate to say it, but if there was a good offer for him, I'd take it. Mm. Thing because... is, he would get, because, because of his ceiling being pretty high and, and he's he will get twenty to thirty goals in a on season. He's had too many off seasons. United would get good offers from big clubs, probably. And I guess he has to decide as well what does he want because there's something off with him this season. That I can't put a finger on it. It's not fitness. And if he's not turning up for training when he should be, that's pretty serious. And Ten Hag, part of the reason he is here at the club is because he said he would fix the culture problems. Doesn't seem to be the case, does it? No, and I think whenever you kind of hear these stories about these things, like part of me is always thinking, well, because you always want to take the player's side, really, against against management, I think. And people who seem like all right lads as well. So I'd always kind of try... It's really, yeah, try not to make myself think that they're behaving badly, but the manager def- seemed to feel, be like the manager thought that. So you just kind of hope that they're all right in their, in, their, in, their, in their private lives, I guess. But on the face of it, it didn't look good, did it? It did not. Uh, what were the positives today? I mean, the smart finish from Bruno for the first one, even better finish from Kobe Mainu oh, for the second. Two nice goals there. Good goals. Both good goals. All, 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 all good goals. Um, Shaw played well. Yeah. Um, Martinez was hitting passes. Having him back is going to make a massive difference. I mean, it shouldn't be the case that having him back makes that much difference. But, I mean, even Danny Murphy was saying on the telly that he demands things of people. Uh, mm-hmm. That's true. Like he organizes the defense, he takes the ball off the goalkeeper, he brings it forward, and he, yeah, and he's he's the one making sure that no one that no one slacks. I'm I'm sure one of the reasons Shaw got better was because he was playing next to him. Yeah, and Casemiro and my new double pivot in midfield, which we wanted to see actually, copy my new further ahead than Casemiro, more of an eight. He, I like him getting. I know he's played sort of six in his few games with the club so far, but I think he's uh, perfectly natural at eight. It looks like a good good combination for the rest of the season. Obviously, Casemiro barely had any games, got his customary booking, but uh, needs needs some time on the pitch, doesn't need to get fit again. But it feels like that's probably our best combo for the, for the rest of the campaign. 
I was thinking when the lad that he clattered to get booked, which if you're playing against Casemiro, would you actually want that to happen? Like, surely yeah. you've got, like, telling your mates about getting clattered by <laughs> yeah. Casemiro is yeah. better than just having played in that game and done nothing. He clattered one in the first half, Casemiro did, as well. This is, <laughs> that was the second one he did that. Yeah. It would be classic <laughs> him when they come back from a long layoff and get himself a red card. I mean, it's, I can see how, how tempting it must be. <laughs> I, I wonder with, I, I think, I mean, we think this is our best midfield combination because it's the only one that hasn't been tried, isn't it? Well, that's right. So yeah. we, know, yeah. we, know that, we know that either all the others are bollocks or Ten Huff is bollocks. Or, or both. both. <laughs> yeah. Or both. Yeah. So, and then there's this one. And again, it should not be the case that it is only this one that is capable of playing this absolutely fantastic football that was that we're told is in the post. But I think that Casemiro playing as the deeper player, I can see why you would do it because I, I wouldn't want Mainu constrained. But what happens when you get counted on is well, you'd need someone close to him because the problem we saw earlier in the season was a lack of eggs. Yeah. But yeah. also I mean, now we've got this midfield, and I mean, I it's like I feel it's like the guy in their life of Brian when talking about I should know. I followed a few about whether Brian's the Messiah or not. I mean, what we thought see a few midfields be good for five minutes and not work, mate. And then you think, well, maybe Martinez and Shaw should also help because then the fullbacks should, and the defenders should be better at retaining possession. But the fact that we just wait quickly. for Casemiro to come back, who is someone we'd happily sell if we yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah, I mean, clearly a major refit is going to happen in the summer. That's A lot of that is going to depend on selling players like Casemiro and Greenwood and Sancho and maybe Marcus Rashford as well in order to raise funds. Since Ten Hag said it himself, didn't he, in the build-up to this, that FFP was getting in the way of them bringing in a forward. No, no strikers on the bench today, which will be the way till the end of the season. I mean, the state of that bench today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if I was Facundo Palistri and I can't get in the, the side in a, a cup game against Newport, I would be taking one of those offers to move, I think. Right, but the reason you can't get in the side is because he played the first team. And I actually think in this one, it sort of made sense because there's players that haven't played for a while, so you want them building their relationships. And also, they haven't played for two weeks and you've got a harder game, you've got I'm going to Wolves on Thursday. Yeah. And is it Villa? On, is it Villa after that? Yeah. Yeah. But there's different difficult games. So, I mean, we that game was actually yeah I said before was was welcome, but there's some there's some difficulty zooming in the cup as well because it just all the better teams. Forest away are, in the next round, who we've just lost to. So, I mean, ordinarily you say that it's not the hardest draw possible, but we just lost to them. So. Yeah, I mean, we yeah lost no, I, I can totally to understand why well. Ten Hag wanted to play a pretty strong side today. I mean, it was always going to be quite strong, wasn't it? Just because of the nature of who's left in the squad. They're, but yeah, sure, Casemiro, sure, Martinez all needed game time. Varane, I guess, to a lesser extent also as well, because he's been in and out this season. So that all makes sense. The, uh, I don't know, the kind of mediocre levels of intensity despite it being the, the first team, were a bit concerning, I'd say. I, I, I thought they, I thought, I would say, I mean, I thought, I thought they put it in well enough and they, they, played, they played some all right football. I mean, I, 
I thought that I tell you what I did enjoy was when Maguire comes on and Dallo loses it and they have that one move towards the end where it looked like maybe something would happen. And Maguire just charges through this tackle. He's drawn out wide to the left back and he just charges through a tackle that isn't there. And I thought, yeah, welcome back. <laughs> yeah. What did you make of Altai by India? I mean, he didn't do anything wrong, really, did he? No. See, I mean, there was got a roasting off Martinez for like a crap touch or a pass, didn't he? There was a, a couple of vaguely iffy moments with the feet, but it was yeah, all right. Yeah. I, Slowish touch wasn't I mean, there, but yeah, nothing too concerning. I mean, I think, yeah, I find it quite hard to get agitated by that because obviously I'm thinking, are we going to have to go and spaff on another goalkeeper in the summer? My sense is that probably we are. I think a lot will depend on whether Ten Hag is the coach, right? I mean, Nana has had an absolutely disastrous couple of weeks. He stayed on <laughs> for reasons I don't understand and missed the opening game of AFCON because of weather delaying his jet. So it went into Abidjan. And the outfit he was wearing on that occasion. It was oh, was just stupendous. Stupendous stuff. Stupendous. That was the, be- that was the best thing about these last couple of weeks. He chucked a couple in in Cameroon's second game, got dropped. <laughs> so, just absolute disasters. Scenes. I mean, maybe he'll retire now because he's already done that once, basically. But yeah, not awesome. But yes, we didn't we didn't see much from from Bayandia today to suggest he should be the goalkeeper or he shouldn't. Right? Hard to hard to make a judgment. He's but. he's not. I he's not going to be. If, I don't like, trust keepers wear, who wear leggings anyway. I mean, I'm old school like that. There's a there's a story, again, probably apocryphal, but that Skulls was so angry with the Villa keeper wearing leggings that that was when he smashed that volley in from 30 yards into the top corner. Go watch it again. <laughs> I, I had no I idea whether that's he, true, but um, is it is Gab, Was it Gabor Kirai? He was, was a Gabor Kirai in goal. The hung, Hungarian goal. keeper, it might he, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was more tracksuit bombed. Yeah. It's like, they look like heavy, like they'd weigh you down if you was trying to save one that's thudding off the bar. Oh, that was a good day. Remember, still the only remember time those. it's acceptable, I think, is if you're on a, a 4G pitch because that shit burns when you, you're diving around. So then, then trackies are all right. You've so. just got to not be a goalkeeper, ultimately. Yeah. So this is a thankless I, task, isn't it? You've got to be a bit wrong in the head, I think, to want to be a keeper. When I mean, yeah, well, it's just it's a different sport. You're just doing something totally different to what everyone else is doing. But uh, yeah, it doesn't. It never, never looked appealing. All right, I think we've run out of things to say about Newport. Let me just have a look at my list. One of my when, when we let the second go, then one of my my mate Binks message me saying that he's, McTominay would now come on and score the winner. And be in the team for the next ten games. So yeah, yeah. that really sounded extremely plausible at that point. <laughs> I actually was quite pleased that Ten Hag didn't make any substitutions until very late on. Quite late on, because yeah. I thought these players needed games, and the players that he had to bring on were crap. I mean, I guess it was nice that he brought Campbell on. Uh, yeah, he got five minutes. For Amari Forson. It's interesting. We've got a lot of younger players in those sort of attacking areas that have been in and around the squad, but not getting a lot of game time. So. You know, Police Street's probably got more than anyone else, but not much. Ahmad was on the bench. We'll see whether he heads out on loan again. There's apparently an offer from Sunderland. Amari Forsen, he sat a contract in the summer, and they really have to make a decision whether they think he's good enough to offer him a it new seems deal. Unlike, 
Seems I right. mean, when he brought Cambawala on, I thought, oh, that's good. He must like him because he's always talking about how you've got to earn your opportunities. But then he brought Forson on. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, you're just bringing on people now. Because I, I don't, I mean, I don't think Forson is someone who'd be good enough, but also there was that seemed no particular reason to bring him on. So it just felt like, okay, it's that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of big games coming up in the cup just because if, if none of the better teams have been drawn against each other, I mean, as you said, we could easily lose to Forest, but they've kept United, Chelsea, Liverpool and City up, uh, apart. So yeah, yeah. They could all be in the. They could all be in the. I'm last not sure day. which which week is that because we have Wolves on Thursday. Then it's West Ham at Old Trafford. Then away at Villa. Is it in the week between middle of February time? It's, it's, mid, it's midweek. Midweek, it's middle midweek of February. Yeah, February is going to be a lot busier than January was. With barely any games in January, which is which is weird. In fact, if United aren't in the cup, we're going to have a lot of free midweeks in the in the in the coming weeks, which. I, I, given the load last season, probably contributed to the amount of injuries to some extent this season, because it's not just games in a row; it's the the total load that that seems to impact injuries. So that's good, I guess. We've talked about Ten Hag having more time on the the training field, although the last two weeks don't seem to have done loads of good. But you know, who knows? Not much to go on today. <laughs> just, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it's quite hard because you've got to pretend that you're preparing specifically for Newport. Well, obviously you're thinking it's fucking load of bollocks. The yeah. dickheads don't do them. It's not because of my fucking tactics. But yeah, very true. They, I mean, a bunch of players got time off as well, as we know. Ten Hag, they asked him on BBC uh, where he where he had a break, where had he been, and he wouldn't tell them, so it was private. So I guess it is, and maybe you're drawing the boundary there, like get out of my face, yeah, of some, but. Seemed quite a weird question to refuse to answer. Were you out clubbing with Marcus? You should have said Belfast. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that would have been... Uh, he doesn't really have a sense of humour, though, does he, Ten Hag? Or doesn't appear to you? Or at least it doesn't come it out. It doesn't <laughs> feel like emotionally he's got it. And as I say that, I think that earlier this week, I enjoyed messaging. I was chatting to one of the... Someone's gals who works on the Guardian desk, and they were chatting, and... He and he said that's the least of my worries today because it was yeah. Friday and the day the cop went and I replied saying springing my step today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and best uh, thing that happened all week, wasn't it? We're going to talk about this in both in the bonus content, but Ten Half doesn't have that emotionally what Klopp has loads of and absolutely none of it. He he's a technocrat. What Fergie has, yeah. you know, and, um, and and I look, I know this is completely reductive as an argument. So forgive me for it, but the fact that United keep conceding goals just after half time, you you do wonder what Ten Hag is saying at half time. It's definitely not inspirational, is it? They're not coming out blood and thunder after half time and whacking people and up for it or anything like that. It's it's I presume more overload of information, they, which is what they complain about a lot of players. Apparently, they love like go conceding after they scored, conceding after they've conceded, and conceding after breaks just yeah and i don't know if that's the manager's fault because just have some discipline about yourselves i mean i know that i'm the last person to say that shit to anyone but your job requires it in a way that mine does less yeah Yeah, or at least i can see you doing it i can see you slacking but it 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 does 
it doesn't feel totally inconceivable that United could get good enough under Ten Hag, but it feels that if you had, I say, if I had to pick, I reckon if most people had to pick, they'd say probably not. Well, I think I think it's fair enough to have a different level of judgment. With the caveats as well, caveats being tons of injuries, extremely disruptive off the field, stuff that's really disruptive too. Yeah, all of that. All of that's the caveat. the 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 judgment is different because we were going from a very low base, and obviously things had fallen apart under Oli. Rangnick was a disaster. Uh, anything better than that was greeted <laughs> as the second coming of Jesus Christ, wasn't it? And and third place cup final and a trophy last season was probably more than we actually expected. But the regression or the lack of progression in in uh, understanding what a Ten Hag side is is the thing that's a big concern. And I think that's why we judge him completely differently. It's not just all the defeats, although obviously they're quite important. <laughs> <laughs> Lose 14 times before Christmas, it's it, you're always going to be under pressure. So, I mean, the thing the thing that United or Ineos and the new CEO and the sporting director, when we get one, will have to think about is quite a few big clubs looking for a manager now. So Liverpool and Barcelona definitely looking for a manager. May well be true of Bayern as well, depending on, I mean, if they don't win, win Bundesliga, it's normal for them to cut their manager. Oh, my God. Oh, my days. Imagine if Harrens Kane goes to Munich. And they don't win the Bundesliga. <laughs> yeah, he scores 700 goals and they still manage to play. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, who you'd have to be, yeah, a very, very joyless individual to derive no pleasure from that. I feel bad saying that because Harris Kane's probably a good guy. I'm sure it, he is. Yeah. Seems and all yet, right, doesn't he? It's <laughs> just like, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, funny. The, I mean, what's happened to Javi at, at Barcelona, two two seasons with El Sad in the Qatari Stars League, which is somewhere around, I think it's ranked about 75th in terms of quality of league, not being good preparation for taking over Barcelona. Surprise, fucking surprise. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of a lesson, isn't it? If United replace a coach, is there someone of sufficient stature, experience, charisma, nous to take over? A lot of talk with Klopp going that Xabi Alonso, who's doing great in the Bundesliga, may go to Liverpool, but he's only had 60 games as a as a first-team manager. Doesn't seem like preparation to take over an elite side, really. Um, we'll see what Barcelona do, although they may want to look just down the road because Michel is doing a, an outstanding job at, um, at a Girona, albeit with City Football Group financial <laughs> backing. Yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> so... Formerly the the, the 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 airport you go to if you're on like a nasty uh, easy jet or Ryanair or something yeah that's right yeah yeah um, I think that uh, and there's the Zerbi makes more money for I mean I we we, we Klopp just take the Barcelona job just like that I mean oh, he said he I wants to full talk- year off doesn't he not doing I mean the other thing with Klopp yeah. is. Germany jobs probably up after the Euros because Nagelsmann's got it, but it's only he was only given a temporary contract. So, would he want to do that, or does he feel like he's still got something to offer the club game? We're, we're going to talk more in the backers' content about Klopp and yeah, yeah, all of it. So, yeah, um, we shouldn't we shouldn't blow our load just yet on that one. But but anyway, like lots of moves this summer. It's going to be pretty interesting, and it, it seems especially with them having done the deal with Barada like under the radar, very much under the radar, and quickly. I think that they will surely be looking at 
both sporting director and coach right now, I'm sure. Yeah, you don't. I mean, I wouldn't want to end up with Thomas Tuchel much. No, no thanks. No, it's just like the manager. I mean, it I, I, seems like a, an all right bloke. I don't think he's that good. And the manager of United just should not be a nerd. Like, no, we want him, someone with some inspiration. And it, and, it, so. and it can't be Potter for, for, for those reasons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, For that reason, even. And I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where, where I would go next if it, if it isn't Ten Hag. But at least the people making the decision will be better placed probably to make that decision than have been before. And anyway, if we're cursed, it just doesn't matter. All right, let's move on to to what? On Thursday. Wolves on Thursday night, yeah. I'm I'm going to that. Well, we had the worst away end in the country. Yes. Yeah. But just like long, like all down the side and shallow. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're involved in some mither today at West Brom. Yeah, I saw some some fighting. We haven't seen that for a while, have we? So fight in ground fighting, very yeah. rare. Yeah, very rare. Not awesome. I mean, Wolves and West Brom haven't played each other for a while, have they? And you know, of course, it's well, local that's derby and all part of that. Of the reason people people yeah. grown men getting excited. I mean, I can't pretend that through the course of my life I haven't enjoyed those kinds of altercations, watching them, hearing about them, not participating in them. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I like when I so the the time the time in my life where I went to the most football was mid to late nineties, uh, and there was quite a bit of trouble, as people who went to those games would attest as well. Quite a few times I saw stuff like that in a way that just doesn't happen now, which is why it's surprising when you see it. Anyway, Wolves, not particularly good this season, mid-table, but it's better than they were last season when they were flirting with relegation under Lopetegui. And um, uh, who's it? Gary O'Neill took over. They've got a better goal I difference quite... than us, and they're one win off us. So, you know, it's not like we... we uh, uh, it's obvious that we're a much better side. At least it isn't a fucking another Nuno side where you can guarantee a nil-nil against against this lot. I mean, it's the worst, the worst games of football ever played have been some of those. United against Wolves and United against Villarreal. We seem to um, pick them up like five times a season, didn't we? And there were probably like three goals over several seasons. Think, yeah, I actually think Gary, I quite like Gary O'Neill. I think he's done quite well. I, I think we will not enjoy this game. I'm afraid that's what I think. I mean, I, their, I, I, their I, recent record is pretty good. They beat Chelsea, Brentford, Everton. They're uh, not. They're not bad wolves. Yeah, and they won't let us muck about. And I don't think we're good at that. Like they'll. Yeah, I, I think. I think this that is a difficult game, and uh, yeah, it won't be edifying. I don't think. Awesome. Yeah. Inspirational <laughs> stuff there, Gary. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm going to have a good scran. And, Hip flask, and before before I go, and uh, yeah, it very nice. Yeah, that's probably about all there is to say about that one. Yeah, I, I, you know, I did play down to the level of the opposition like all of the time, and Wolves are pretty mediocre. But then again, so are we. What what sort of side do you think? Four day turnaround. Do you think we'll see Casemiro and Martinez again? Martinez probably yes. Casemiro yeah, maybe a both. question mark. So they need I, I, they need I, time. I, 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 It'll be both. 
I would imagine it will be Shaw as well. I, th- I mean, maybe not Casemiro, but he's definitely playing Shaw and Martinez because the op- that he just has to get them into the team. Yeah, yeah. And fuck Amrabat, meanwhile, I'd totally forgotten about him, still waddling about at the uh, Cup of Nations. Yes. What so- happens when he comes back? What's he going to do? I don't know. I mean, United, I presume, are not going to take the option up on him. Uh, 25 he's, million he, pounds. He's, how many times has he played? Barely at all. He and he's been shit as well. So, <laughs> And he's another baldy and we've got enough of those at the club. So I just... Uh... Says the man wearing... <laughs> no. Wearing a bubble hat. I thought that when I saw Ed wearing this bubble hat that he's wearing today, I was wondering if he was secreting a hair job. Uh, and I guess I'm not, if I'm, I'm totally not. honest here, the reason why is because that's a conversation I've had with myself. Am I above a hair job? <laughs> probably yeah. probably but i couldn't say for certain and have i had the conversation about if i had one how would i how would that what would i do this is what this is what i would do i have not had the plugs put in although it is a <laughs> is a common route from these parts just to fly down to mexico and get it done and they have have the planes coming out with the poor <laughs> blokes all wrapped up yeah no i was cold and then i've got bedhead as a result or hat head so i just kept it on is the is my excuse and i'm sticking with it uh, yes. Uh, Marcus Rashford, will he be back or is Ten Hag going to dish out a punishment beating? I mean, if he's consistent, Rashford, uh, given this is his second infraction, because he he came in late for training and missed the Wolves game, didn't he? Previous Wolves game. He might not be in the squad. It'll be interesting to see how this one plays out, whether the excuse flies or not, because it didn't sound like it. So maybe we won't see him. I, I kind of, it's a shame if that's true because I was hoping to see more of Garnacho Rashford. Rashford scored a couple of goals recently, didn't he? And it just felt like that's, that's more promising as a forward line than well, what we got today. Yeah, you, you can see, like, you, you, we know who all the players are who we want to, who we want to, who want to form the team when they're fit. And, those people all in the same outfit should be good because they're all good. Whether the manager can get them to be as good as they should be or they need to be or they could be, and whether they're capable of even doing it for themselves is, is moot. We don't know. Mm. Um, but it feels like we've got a better shot at getting to be good at some point in the future, whenever that is now that the Glazers aren't running the football side. So For sure. It feels that yep. United run properly should be some trophies. Yep. And before we go, transfer window closes on the first, I believe. And it doesn't look like anything's happening. Maybe some outgoings. We've seen what have we seen so far? We've seen Hannibal Medri go, Sancho go. Already make a dick of himself in Sevilla. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> he, the, the best part was he came on his debut 61st minute, got booked 62nd minute. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. And now he's pissed off the manager and he's out of the squad. Just, yeah, unbelievable stuff. Oh, very believable. Uh, although he was at Birmingham and he had no no trouble with the manager there or even with discipline, really. So be interesting to see how that one plays out. Man, the, the, the coach was quite forthright in saying he needs to learn what it's about being at Sevilla. So I wonder whether he went there and gave it the big I am. Or he went there and just behaved like he behaves at United, where that is normal. (laughs) Yeah, well, true. 
Yes, where the cultural reset that was promised has never happened. So we may see Palestri. There is a, an offer standing, I think, for him. And maybe Ahmad goes to Sunderland. So it's only outgoings. Ten Hag said no money for a striker. So we're going to get no striker for the rest of the season. I mean, again, we've made this point before, haven't we? If United spunked money on a striker right now and it got them a place in the Champions League, it's well worth spending the money. So And they yeah, can do it. I think, but, but, but is it not also to do with just... You don't like the board, but I don't know who the manager's going to be in the summer. Are they, they're not going to give him money to buy some other dickhead from Ajax or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Brian Brobby. Like or whatever Mr. Was Mr. Brobby. Speculating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brobby, Brian Brobby, etc. Yeah. Um, no, no, um, absolutely. I, and that may well be indicating, you know, what they're thinking, because if they had full confidence in Ten Hag, then maybe they would do, because the money that Ineos have put in, the $300 million or, or 200 plus another 100 to come, that covers the FFP problems if they wanted to use it like that. I know in the sales agreement, it says earmark for infrastructure, but it says other business um, requirements. So it's not like that's contractually bound for sprucing up Old Trafford. They could stick it into the team if they wanted, and that would ease all FFP problems. So they, they're clearly deciding not to do that. Make of that I think, what you want. I hate, yeah, it does. Unless you're getting someone you're absolutely certain on. It, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense, unfortunately, because hmm. I well, it's going to be thin like... for the rest of the season. So if, if Marcus is getting a punishment beating for not turning up to training, and Rasmus Hoyland's, they won't pass to him. <laughs> we are not going to be scoring a lot of goals. <laughs> awesome stuff. No. Well, for backers, I know we missed. I was going to do Afcon, and I was ill, and I didn't sort it out. Even though I'd arranged to talk to someone who's at the tournament, we'll probably do. I'd probably do a review since that was supposed to be a pre- preview. Backers, we're going to talk about Klopp and his legacy and other stuff. I guess. Thank you very much for your support. You can catch us on YouTube. I upload everything there. If you want to see our beautiful faces and my non-hair job. I promise. And catch us on socials. Daniel is at Daniel Harris. I'm at NQAT Pod. What else? We've got a merch store. If you go on the website, nqatpod.com forward slash merch. And if you want to support us and get the extra show, patreon.com forward slash NQAT Pod. I think that's all the announcements. Thank you very much. Please.